Hello and welcome to another episode of the Larry's Pop Pod. I'm Chris Larry. And I'm Amelia Larry. And in this episode, we have two segments for you, both continuing our summer series. The first one is predictions about Avengers Infinity War 2 by Amelia DeCourcy. Another Amelia? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we sometimes re- refer to her as Big Amelia. Uh, so she is riding solo, giving us a lowdown on that, which is actually good timing because right now on On Demand and Rental Services, you can watch Avengers Infinity War 1 right now. Yeah. Just a quick reminder, Amelia will receive two free movie passes, which is the prize, the pay, the award for anybody that submits in a podcast segment or episode. So... Be excited about that. In the second segment, we welcome back friend of the pod, Leah, to talk about a sleepaway camp graphic novel-themed Be Prepared. All right, so that is this episode. Enjoy. Brooklyn Bandanas, Brooklyn Bandanas, get out and get one today. Brooklyn Bandanas, Brooklyn Bandanas, no time to waste a rate. You can wipe your tears if you're feeling blue. Avoid a redneck and attract one too. You can hail a cab, wave it in the air, put it in your back pocket, shake it year year. You can wrap it, wear it, dab it, tie it, hold it, knot it, wave it, buy it. Brooklyn bandanas, Brooklyn bandanas, get out and get one today. Go to www.brooklynbandanas.com to get yours today. Hey there, I'm Amelia DeCourcy, and today I'm joining the Larry's Pop Pod to talk about some theories that I have for the upcoming second Infinity War movie. There will be spoilers about the first one, so there's your spoiler alert right now. Okay, so one of the things that I really love about Marvel is that it's not just an action movie. It's not just a superhero movie. It's also a comedy. Most of them are also comedies, drama, romance. They have many different components, and They use a lot of emotions with the characters. It's not just superheroes fighting bad guys. They build up relationships between characters that you wouldn't think would have relationships. For example, Tony Stark and Peter Parker, which is my my favorite MCU character is Spider-Man. So his relationship with Tony Stark is similar to a father-son relationship, even though his parents are no longer alive so basically marvel just has so many components that help the movies really reach out and connect to the audiences with infinity war that was very that was a long stretch from the russo brothers that they pulled off very well and there was so many parts of the movie that explained others and left the viewers in tears i think that's the movie that I've cried the most for in my entire life. Like, Titanic, no problem. The Lion King, pass. Toy Story 3, maybe. Anyway, I cried a lot. And that is saying something for just a superhero movie that was based off these wonderful comics by Stan Lee. Now, I'm gonna move on to talking about some, um, theories that I've heard about and that I agree with for the next Infinity War movie that there's going to be in 2019 or 20, I think. Two biggest ones I've heard about are how all of the characters who disintegrated into dust 
are still alive and they're just in the soul stone or the one of the i think the soul stone or the time stone because that's the, the that, that's where all their souls went when they kind of flew away and then the other biggest theory that i've heard is that loki is still alive and there's a few different parts of that theory so one of the loki theories is that since loki is the god of mischief he is able to split himself into other people and he has a kind of hologram version of himself that he can send out and in that version it's it's slightly different than the real true loki so a lot of viewers have pointed out that loki that tries to kill thanos in the beginning of the movie uses his left hand i think and in real life loki is right-handed or the other way around this is something the viewers have noticed so they think that how loki is not actually loki however you can tell that the russo brothers are not really joking around with just killing off all these characters so there's got to be some symbolism behind that the other theory i've heard about loki is that Tony Stark and Thor and the rest of the people who survived the snap, the deadly snap, are going to travel back in time somehow. I've heard theories that they're going to use the time stone, even though Thanos has it. I'm not sure how. They're just going to go back in time and rescue Loki from when he was in captivity in another one of the movies, and they're going to use him to defeat Thanos and get everybody back. And I, I really like this theory because I think that would be a good, a good storyline, and I think that would be a smart way to bring Loki back in, to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And some of the things I thought will be important for the next movie, I think Doctor Strange will be very important, considering he, the Time Stone is one of the most important Infinity Stones, I think, because, you know. It controls time, which is very useful to the Avengers and to any of them trying to defeat Thanos. And since Doctor Strange is the protector of the Infinity Stone, along with Wong, who I think will also return, I think he will play a significant role in possibly defeating Thanos. I also think Vision will be very important to this because he is very powerful as well. And he he had he harnessed the powers of the Mind Stone, so I think since that was taken from him, I think he will win it back. Yeah, that's basically the theories that I've heard, and I agree with them. I I like the ideas of those, and I think that the actual movie will be much worse than we're expecting. However, we will be slightly more mentally prepared for whoever might permanently die in the next movie. Yep, that's it. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Amelia Larry from the Larry's Pop Pod. Did you know you can find us on your favorite podcasting apps? Look for the Larry's Pop Pod on iTunes, Google Play Store, and Stitcher. You can see links in show description. Bye-bye. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Larry's Pop Pod. I'm Amelia Larry. And I'm Chris Larry. And we're joined by friend of the pod, second time guest, Leah. How you doing, Leah? 
I'm fine. We are going to talk about a graphic novel called Be Prepared by Vera Brosgel. I bought this for both these girls as they were off at camp because I thought it would be a fun graphic novel to read when they return from camp. And if you want to hear about their review of YMCA's Frost Valley, you can listen to that episode. I'll put the link in the show notes. But the ladies now are going to talk and review this book. So they're going to take it away from here. So this is the blurb. Dear Mom, Camp is nothing like I expected. I know all my rich friends at home think I'm weird, but I was sure that at Russian summer camp, everyone would be like me, and we'd sing songs and eat s'mores and be best friends. Nope! The girls in the tent are five years older than me, and they do not want me here. This camp has no electricity, no plumbing, and absolutely no candy. And the outhouse. I can't even think about the outhouse without gagging. I can't survive two weeks of this. Please come get me. Please. I'm desperate. Love, Vera. All right, so I can take it from this blurb that this is not a happy story about summer camp. Is that true? Yes. Yes, it's not a very fun summer camp. Who can give me the basic plot? There's this girl back home, and she is from Russia. She moved from Russia when she was five. To where? To um, Albany, New to, York. To New York, okay. Yeah. And so she has all these rich friends, and they're going to summer camp. And all her rich friends think she's weird. Is she going to camp back in Russia? Well, her Russian friend tells her about this camp in Albany, but it's in Russia camp. So... So there's a lot of those in Russia, but there's one here. So in it's New a York. Russian camp in New York. Yes. Yeah, they they're like singing Russian songs and they're learning about history, and yeah, it's basically based about like camps in Russia, but it's in New York, like you said. What's the main character's name? Vera. Yeah. Vera. Yeah. Does she? Oh, so it's oh, so is Vera the same? As the author, basically? Yeah, that is a graphic novel. It's about her real life. Yeah, it was very interesting to read about how she made a comic and how she made it, like, kind of funny about how her real life. Now, does she? is this one of those things where she hates it at first and then she grows to love it, or does she hate it the whole way through? Well, she, she hates, she was, like, so excited for it because it's her first time at a, a camp. And she goes in being so excited and then her brother is so not happy for it, but then he has the time of his life. And this is the same camp? Yes. Yeah, they're in the same So this is basically a nightmare camp from start to finish? Well, at the end, she made a friend, and cool. she... Name. Her name was... What was her name? I'll tell you later when I find it. All right, no big deal. How different was this camp experience from your personal camp experience? This it was very different. Like, they went to church. They went to church at camp? Yeah, they went to a Russian church. All right. So what were some of the nightmare experiences that she has at, while she's at camp? Well, the bathrooms are, there's like five in a row, and there's a girl's bathroom, and there's no like stalls or anything. It's like a porta potty style? Yeah. But there's like, you're with other kids. Gross. And yeah, then she just like doesn't like it there because you have to speak in Russian all the time. Oh, wow. Leah, what did you like most about the graphic novel? Well, I really liked how she made it like like funny and look like it's just like a book, but it it's actually based on what she experienced 
in her first camp when she was not. That is very, very cool. Even though that both of you had very different camp experiences, was there anything that seemed familiar or made you think about your own camp experience as yes. you were reading this? Leah? There was no s'mores. <laughs> <laughs> So both the be prepared, the story and be prepared, the graphic novel, and your experience at Frost Valley, there was no s'mores anywhere. No s'mores and the- in a summer camp. That is so weird. And also, like girls bringing in stuff they can't have, like or parents like gob- sending candy, or oh, so that was the same both places. Yeah, because yeah. her friend. Um, brought her guinea pig, which what? Really yeah, a guinea pig to camp? Did it get lost? Yes, yeah. and then she cried every night, and then Vera brought it back to her. That's how they got friends. Oh, that's nice. That's a sweet part of the story. How did, what about the art? Did you you know? Because graphic novels, the story is 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 important, but also the way that the the graphics and the art tell the story is important. What do you think about Amelia? The art. Well, it's really good, and this well-known author, Raina. Telminger, author of Smile and Sister, she wrote a quote on it. It says, beautifully drawn, beautifully funny, built brilliantly honest. Vera is such a good cartoonist, I almost can't stand it. But what did you, so, but what did you all think of the art? Did the art help the, tell the story for you? Yes. Yes, because there's a lot of, like, pictures where there's no words. Okay. Yeah, when I read the... The blurb? Yeah. Um, it said, the girls in my tent are five years older than Earth than me, and they did not want me here. And then you can see how they're, like, in the first, first, um, few pages, they're like, so, you look like a nice girl, but don't get near stuff. And they were nasty? Yeah. And they probably drew them to look kind of mean and older, right? Yes. And in the beginning, the only person that was nice to her was the counselor. Now, Amelia, you're a big fan of Lumberjanes, which is also about girls at summer I read camp. The first one. You did? Yes, it's good. Did. It, how is this different than Lumberjanes? Lumberjanes is like more mis- mystery creatures and like, it's more like a fantasy graphic novel but this is more like a, a social issue kind of I guess she is not she doesn't fit in because she feels like this is the only place she can fit in because she's Russian oh okay so this is more about real life where lumberjanes is more about like them fighting like mystical crimes yeah all right good give me your one sentence review if you had to recommend this book to somebody else what would what would you say why to read did you like it and why would you read it Leah Oh, well, I really liked it. I enjoyed it. And I will recommend it to my friend who kind of is afraid to go to, like, a cameraman. She will be like... And then I'll be like... This is this is the exact opposite of what every camp <laughs> in the world is probably like. So it's almost like facing your nightmares to know that it's actually going to be better. Yes. I love that. That's a good review. Thank you, Leah. Amelia, same question. So you want to read Be Prepared, but you want a little information. So Be Prepared is just like a nice camp story, and it's just like a fun time reading a graphic novel. I love graphic novels, and I especially like them when they're long because I blow through glass graphic novels so it's just a fun thing to read and it's funny be you feel like you're with the character in her journey yeah all the time 
That is our, well, not theirs, because I didn't read it yet, review of Be Prepared by Vera Brosgel. It's a, a new graphic novel. I think it just came out. So if you like graphic novels, especially about young, uh, young girls and young women's adventures in life, then this one is for you. This was actually out in 2018. 2018, so it's brand spanking new. Go read Be Prepared by Vera Brosgel. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>